Welcome back, boys and ghouls. This is um, Sarah Stevenson, and my co-host over here is Mike Stevenson. Good to you guys. So, to the, so this is Boys and Ghouls Film Review, so to give you all the awesome gorish details. Ghoulish details. And a few spoilers here and there. And a few spoilers. No, no, what's that? What's that mean, spoilers? It's not new. Oh, it is new, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was just... Um, yeah. This... Um, latest review we're doing is on a TV series that just came out this year, and it's none other than um, Creep Show season two. Yeah, we did season one. I think last, last March. Year. Last no, last March. So no, last year. So it was last year. Sure, mm, positive. Okay. okay, a while ago now. <laughs> Mark, Mark, um, Mike here is forgetting his um his um. The game, which movies we've been reviewing a lot. I'm going home. I am home, That's okay. Anyway, anyway um, the original one was uh, released on Shudder, and I believe this one was released on Shudder as well. Yeah, well. I don't use Shudder, so it's well, if you're you going to it. make a season one, you have to make it sure that it's the season yeah. two is on the same well, so yes, on, 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 stream on the same streaming service. Yeah, so those of you who are on Shudder, there it is. And it might be other places too. Now I don't know. And if you don't, if you're not on Shutter and you can't get onto it, or you've got problems, or whatever. Uh, look, yeah. honestly. Um, yeah, last year before you know, it, it, it is around. If you look. Yeah, last yeah. year when um, we were getting close to Christmas time, I was trying to make a plan of doing the Creep Show that um, Christmas um, special. The, the animated one. No, oh, the, other, the one. other one dealing with shapeshifters. Shape yeah, yeah. But we didn't have enough time to schedule something like so that. So we made that the next week or so, or no, maybe or the next one. Or during Christmas knows. time, considering this is a yeah. Christmas special. OPG. All right, moving back along. Mm. So, moving right along. So it's an. I think this one is pretty an awesome one, and it has a good, a lot of good um, creep show references in this one. Well, and um, there's a guy's name who keeps popping up. Uh, it's Greg Nicotero. Hmm. Now, some of you don't know who Greg is, so I think, and I hope Greg, I pronounced your name right. Um, Greg is a makeup artist, a very good one, special effects sort of makeup. Yeah. Cool. Uh, he's also done a lot of directing in different movies. I won't go into what his list is, but I will mention what he's done here. He's done a bit of writing as well. Um, he's a good all-rounder, but he's a very talented man as well. Um... And that just shows in what he, yeah, well, what shows he's been, well, movies and programs he's been involved with. So, yeah, good on you, Greg. You've done that very well with this uh, anthology. I think he actually made the first Creepshow movie. I think he directed it. I can't remember. I haven't got the notes here in front of me. Well, the original Creepshow movie was done by um, George A. Romero. No, not Creepshow, the Creepshow movie. Stephen King. I'm sure, I think Greg had something to do with the first movie. I don't know whether the director or makeup or he, he had something to do with the. He was. I read it when I was doing the notes earlier on. I, I thought that was Tom Savali. No. He often did the uh, makeup for. Um, no. For um, Creepshow movie. I could run over my other computer and have a look. It doesn't matter. Um, but I think he had something to do with the original Creepshow. In some capacity, okay? <laughs> Right. Anyway, everyone knows that George <laughs> A. Romero has did the Crip Show originally. No, he, yeah, he might have done. It. He might have produced. It. I don't know what he actually did with Bruce or directed it. Hmm. Okay, 
he might not, he might have done one role, but not both roles. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, anyway um, moving right I've along. been reading a little bit of George A. Romero, um, a biography has. book. He's been, been reading lots of books. And it's really interesting, mm-hmm. considering that both a lot of these um, filmmakers I've been look, review, looking at, uh, they all say the same thing. They they start off independent and they try to take control of their the work they do instead of being told by producers in general to do this and be done with it. Exactly. So we 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 um watched a a movie about Alfred Hitchcock when he made Psycho, and he had the same problem. Hmm. He want he he wanted to make Psycho. He didn't want to be told what to do by the. Uh, Studios. The film studios. And he said, well, I want to do this because I want to get my um, hands dirty again. He wants to get that, get back to being yeah, free so, to create. So these yeah. film, mm. the the filmmakers we all know and love, like um, George A. Romero, um, John Car- Carpenter, yeah. they got their hands dirty and kept and worked on their film projects on their own terms. They stayed true to themselves. That's even true. though that's, on the odd... That doesn't happen a lot now, Even on the odd day, they often get the um, request from a producer, could you do end it this way for us because it will make the film look a little bit better for well, it? They, they, hey, look, anyone can make a suggestion. Yeah, some people do. But if it's a crappy suggestion... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, Just like the guys I told you guys about who did yeah. Conan the Destroyer. <laughs> Whatever. I yeah, imagine. They, they stuffed that up. They a stuffed bit. it up. Yeah, yeah they know. took away. All, they they toned they toned it down a little bit so it wasn't so bloodthirsty and whatever. Took out some erotic an erotic uh, scene or two and a bit of lovemaking, a bit of nudity and whatever. And they made it like Teddy Bear's Picnic, mm. or at least a fantasy mm. movie that only kids would watch. Yeah, and it wasn't as good as it could have been. Anyway, anyway um, back to this movie. I mean, this well, TV well, series. Actually, well, I will cover a few things before we start. Um, the original season one was um, aired in uh, at the end of 2019. Mm. Uh, they were going to do the other one earlier, season two, but of course the coronavirus, they put it off a bit. Yeah. But they did in, in between time make an animated version and a holiday special, which we might do later on. Yeah, um, I mentioned that yeah. already. But we had, I know, it's insane. The animated one was done, um, released, I think, uh, it was released last year. Last year, end, end of last year. Yeah, yeah, and we kind of, and we kind of, yeah, we kind of reviewed that one before. Um, That's right. Yes, October and December had the other one. The, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, right. I kind of enjoyed the a- animated version. It was like a comic book, and only yeah, a lot more different. But wait, there's more. Mm. There's talk of a third season. Ooh, okay, right. It's too bad they can't be longer, like. Like Tales from a Crypt, like yeah, well, 20 episodes instead of just. Um, yeah, but they do say short ones. They, 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 I'm not saying they got it right mm. or wrong. What they're doing, they're getting a couple of short stories, bung them together. Technically speaking, they were running about nine stories, ten stories mm. into one season, but they're all half hour, so they're doing two at a time. Mm. So, really, it's, you know, yeah, um, that's the way they want to do it. Uh, makes, it, it, it controls cost. And they don't have to pad that for a lot of boring stuff as well, mm. which I'll get on to later on. Uh, but, uh, but I normally do this part ne- uh, later, but I will mention now, critical reception. Okay. Everyone liked it. Hooray! <laughs> so, there's no one going, oh, it's crap. No, no, no. It's, so um, no um, Rotten Tomatoes telling them bad um, bad script, yada, yada, Well, yada. no, Rotten Tomatoes uh, has an approval rating of 97%. Goody. And that's based on uh, only 29 reviews. 
However, uh, a Metacritic uh, had a score of 64 out of 100. But both are generally favourable reviews. Sweet. Not everyone likes these sorts of anthology sort of shows. I like Crazy. them. Crazy. I like them. I mean, you've got Tales from the Crypt and you've got all the other things. They're great. They're good fun, you know. Yeah. Good, wholesome, family fun and yeah. and people dying all over the place and whatever. Yeah. And Do you want me to dive into the stories individually? Uh, I don't know. How, you deliver it how you want to. Well, um, I'm going to keep them as brief as possible, folks. I will mention just one, two, one, two more things before you start telling the story. Um, just getting back on to Greg Nicotero, um, he contributed in different ways on a lot of these. Um, he was actually, um, I think he was um, instrumental in directing four of the episodes, hmm. and I think he wrote one or two, hmm. or, or no, he co-wrote, I think, co-wrote uh, a couple of the episodes. Hmm. So, yeah, he's always... Getting in there, doing, keeping his hand yeah, in the pie. Yeah, this is probably the first time I don't think we've seen Stephen King taking part in this one. Yeah, I don't think, or even Joe Hill playing no, part no, in no. this. But one. There, but there's also a guy, one of the directors, mm. is Rusty Cundiff. Mm. Now, do you know who Rusty Cundiff is? Mm, vaguely. Tales from the Hood. Yep, I know Indeed, him. He made us three movies. Yeah. Three movies. Three movies. Three movies. Um, no, he was in only one movie. No, I'm not saying in. Oh, yeah. He actually directed them as well. He oh, put himself okay. into the oh, movie. Okay. Uh, he directed those two or three movies. Mm, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he put himself into them, into the, that first one, mm. in, in one of the roles. But, yeah. yeah. So Rusty is in here as well as yeah. a director. Anyway, mm. do you want me to dive into the stories now? Um, yeah, might as well. Yeah, so the mm. first one on our chopping block is Model Kid. It's about a boy who is living with his mother who had cancer but dies, and he ends up living with his horrible uncle and his nice aunt and his horrible uncle mm. uh, move in to the mm. fam- her, his house uh, on the pretext of, oh, uh, we're going to look after you. Now, they had no rules to really go. Yeah, and he yeah. was unemployed. Um, his uncle he, he, was unemployed. He, yeah, he, his uncle was unemployed. He was a dropkick and had yeah. an attitude problem. Yeah. And he didn't like the kid. Yeah, technically, when <laughs> yeah. his mum died, yeah. he then tried to chuck out all his um, his horror action figure type yeah. things. The little boy lived in a bit of a... I wouldn't say lived in a fancy world. He liked things like yeah. uh, horror movies anyway, or whatever. Who doesn't? So, to yeah. keep this mm. short... The yeah. model kid was um, sort of an extended version of the prologue and the explog in the, uh, uh, from the movie version of Creepshow that was done in 1982. The one with Joe Hill who yeah, portrayed yeah. the boy yeah. in that you one. Mean a prologue and epilogue. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. in that mm-hmm. one, it, it had a, um, a little boy, a, a little boy being mistreated by his dad. This one is sort of an Similar, extended yeah. version mm. of that very story. Yeah. So moving right along. So yeah. I will say at the end, it has an interesting twist ending, which is really cool. And he gets his, ju- and the uncle gets his just desserts. Mm, yeah. Anyway, moving on. So the next one is called The Public Television of, of the, the Dead. dead. <laughs> and this one is sort of re- has a reference to the, the living evil dead movies. Is that one the way they got the book? Yeah, yeah, the book, the Economical, I think it was. Yeah, Necromonica, and that's a, yeah. it has that book, and it has a lot of references from that very movie. Yeah, they opened up the book, and the television presenter started to read some of the text 
funny, now consumer is an old ancient language, it's really hard to figure out how he actually knew how uh-huh. to read it, yeah. but I think it's like antique roadshow, so maybe he was a bit of a scholar, I can't remember. Yeah, anyway, some of the crew and the actors had to fight these zombie creatures yeah, off. Yeah, they get, they, people get well, killed and possessed, or just killed possessed? Killed and possessed, whatever. Or they just possessed straight up, I can't remember. I, don't, I think that yeah, a few people got killed, and then yeah. they got possessed, yeah. whatever. But anyway, they got possessed, possessed people walking over, and the ratings went up. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's all been televised. Okay, mm. the next story is um, Dead and Breakfast, which makes me think of a novel that came out not so long ago, or a movie oh. that said that was closer called Dead and, and okay. Breakfast too. I've been places. And this you one taste is about the food. Yeah. And this one is about um, two hotel owners who inherited an, um, a yeah. house from, from, a, aunt, a, from an auntie yeah. who was turned out to be an insane well, killer. Well, the the story was the auntie or the great aunt or whatever it was. She was a spinster and she used to kill people. Yeah, and they tried to in the house and to yeah. boost business. Ma- they make, get um, yeah, an influencer to. Check out this place. Uh, yeah, and she found it very boring. At first. However. But then um, <laughs> things get taken out of hand. And um, and the, the female who's running the place is trying to force the issue and she's trying to... Um, scare the poor woman. Scare girl. the crap out of this lady who's the influencer. Mm-hmm. In the end, something goes wrong, doesn't it? Yeah. They I don't want to say too much. Yeah, I won't tell you guys too much at year. But, in the, but in, at the end of it... Uh, they got a lot of people coming to the bed and breakfast. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, the next one is what's it called? Pest- Pesticide. That one's about a pest exterminator guy. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You know, kill roaches, spiders, you name it, I do it. Yeah, yes, yeah. and he gets his own justice. Well, he's told by uh, our, um, a man or an old um, a wealthy man to get rid of some poor people and well, he poisons like, you, them. You ex- didn't them at all pest, and he takes them to his factory, and he went out the back here, and he showed them these homeless people living mm. at his factory. I, I want you to exterminate these people for yeah, me. Yeah, so he makes his pesticide and and puts it in there, stew, and those very people die the next morning. And he felt really, really guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, and he had nightmares and stuff, and I won't tell you the, the twist ending, because it's very good twist too in it. good. Yeah, you like it, folks. <laughs> so moving on, the next story is called The Right Stuff. Now, which was that one? That one's about, uh, takes place, say, several or eight years, years in the future, yeah. dealing with two astronauts who... Um, are on a secret mission of sorts, testing mm. out special gravity That's machine right. yeah, yeah, yeah. thing that yeah. allows the um, individuals to stand on the gra- on the sur- on the surface of the ship. ship. Yeah, yeah, and then, and they get contacted uh, by their home base. They're saying we're going to have a, an alien spaceship come past, yeah. and someone's going to be first contact. Yeah, That's and right, one yeah. of the astronauts decides. Takes is a bit jealous and wants to be the first person to get in contact with these aliens. So in the end, he he kills his colleague. But again, I won't tell you the ending no, well, to that yeah, one. There's only two of them on the, the, the spacecraft. He kills his um, uh, uh, comrade. Yep. Uh, he's a co-worker. And he takes his place and goes to the alien ship. But won't say anything we won't say anything more else. Because that's where the plot shifts a little bit. Yeah, so moving along. <laughs> The next one is called Sibling Rivalry. Yeah. That deals with um, two um, children. Ki- children. Yeah, well, teenagers. And this yeah, goes. Yeah. This is sort of takes place between um, 
a, the teach the psychiatrist at the school and a girl and the girl and they in all this time that she's explaining and telling her about how her brother is trying to kill her and, and this is all takes place during flashbacks yeah and we can't we can't say what others will give it totally away but she's in there and the, the psychologist or the counselor thinks he's just trying to skip a class. Yeah. And to say my brother's trying to kill me, I don't know why, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And in the end, uh, it ain't what you think. Yeah, no, it's, it's really, really good. good and I like it Yeah, it's much. good. So moving on. So Pipe dr- Scream, I should pipe say. Pipe Scream. That one's about um, a plumber yeah. who is called by a horrible landlady. He's got this really old building which he doesn't do any maintenance on. These poor yeah. people are forced yeah. to live in it. Yeah, the pipes are so old that, well, you, that they Really think, old and horrible. There's few yeah. holes and here. And not suitable for... And they might even have some lead piping yeah. in there. And not suitable for yeah. children living there. And there are children living there. And they at this think house. there's some sort of vermin hanging around. Yeah, so, like he ends up, so he ends up piping, typing the um, pipes yep. and soon enough we find out there's a, something there's living something there. something in the pipes. And we find out later it's mm-hmm. not a rat. And, sorry, I'm not going to say any more because you're going to be... And, but all I can say is that the landlady gets hers. Yeah, and, her own justice <laughs> There is justice <laughs> in this world, folks. <laughs> okay, the next movie is called Within the Walls of Madness. Oh, I, think the, I think there was a movie called Walls of Madness. I'm I sure. think so. The name, that, that, that phrase does ring, but it could be part of a similar name movie, yeah. Mm. So anyway, that one deals with... Uh, um, it takes place in Antarctic or some frozen yeah, area. Yeah, some snow area. It could be Antarctic, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. And Any, the, anyway, there's... Um, and, oh, wait, one. no. I should go... I should move forward. It takes place with a, a psychiatrist interviewing a prisoner who says that he's encountered a creature... When he's in Antarctic, and no one believes but no one him. believes him. Ah. And again, twist ending. I and won't he, tell he you. tells his story, and in the end, they're going to execute, execute him. him. And I won't tell you anything more because something goes wrong, and he can pro- he does actually in the end prove he's right. Okay, this Can't last <laughs> one is a particular favorite of mine because I think it has an awesome. Story behind it. And what's, what's this one called? Night of the, the Living Day. Late Show. Gee, that's funny, isn't it? And <laughs> the interesting thing about this one, it has lots of references from George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead and Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead zombie All movies. All thrown in there. All thrown into this, this, uh, uh, this movie. Actually, this that was written by Dana Gould, and mm-hmm. whoever Dana is, Dana wrote a good story encompassing all those little um, yeah. bits of information. Yes. And yeah, and it into a nice little... Actually, that was a longer one. That was a... a yeah, it was yeah. longer. This one... the other one, the other one's a two, doubles up. This is on a, a standalone on the, the, yeah. the last episode by itself. Yeah, yeah. so mm. in this one, I think mm. it's one of my favourites because... Anyway, it deals with a we man like Romero, who, see. see, it's about this man who makes a special pod machine that allows you, the viewer, to look at movies as if you were one of the characters. And, and, and I'll explain a bit better for the it For those of you who are into virtual reality, he went one step further, made a pod that you can lay down in, and you can run a movie and then put yourself inside the movie and through some sort of artificial intelligence, 
you're you are able to talk to the people in the movie and yeah. interact with them. Yeah. See, the movie he's yeah. in in this throughout this movie is, is called Horror Express, Horror Express, which is a Hammer movie. Yeah, and has um, See, Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing, Peter Cushing, and they're the main actors. And uh, he, he like he. He's, in, he's always been in love with the leading lady. I can't remember her Countess name. Countess something whatever. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, whatever. Anyway, the lady, the when he name, tells yeah. his wife about that his machine is is working wonderfully, um, she thinks, "Oh, this is great! So you're gonna start send? You're gonna start spending more time spend with me? Spend more time with me, all stuff? He spent more time in his pod because he's in love with the lady inside the movie. Yeah, so so he's having an affair. With the lady in the movie. Yeah, and once his wife gets wind of this, she's uh, upset. And just so you know, she's a wealthy woman. Yeah. The, well, um, she, his uh, wife. He, used her, he used her money to make the machine. Yes. So she's starting to wonder, did he actually marry me because he loved me or did he marry me for my money? Yes. Mm. So anyway, she then goes inside the, ga- the, um, yeah, the, movie. the movie and she confronts the countess and... We get a bit of a fight scene, and she gets meets the creature, and before the creature kills her, um, she's able to get out of the machine. But she realizes if you get hurt in the movie, Hmm. you get hurt in the real world as well. Yeah, this Mm. kind of snaps an idea in her head. So, so the next morning, the guy goes into the machine again, and while he's tampering around with it, um, she then comes in and she kind of changes the, changes the um, movie. St- movie to Night of the Living Dead. So he, hint, show, hint, he shows up there with Dwayne, um, yeah. John, Johnson, yeah. whatever, whatever. Bill and all the other yeah, characters. Yeah, all the people. And, and all the nice people stuck in that house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm in the wrong movie and he, he doesn't realise yeah. that he's in the wrong movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I do mm. think that one thing I like about this movie is the how they layered the... Um, yeah. The old footage with the new yeah, and footage. It's how he could talk to them. They looked like they were talking bad to him. Yeah, and he and really wasn't, obviously. Yeah, and there were moments where he just walks but, past you, the characters, like like yeah, he was re- well, really part of the story. But when he talked to them, that actually that they was cued properly. So was good. But what I was going to say is we can't say anything more because this also has a really good twist at the end of it. Yeah. And what he's, let's just say his wife gets her revenge. Yes. End of story. But I do, I do like it's it. Really good. That <laughs> it's really clever how they did this. I oh, mean, it's brilliant. It's like bringing, yeah. um, making the old kind of throughout this movie. They did a little layering in throughout the movie yeah, yeah, where yeah. You, where the character can walk past two individual characters and go on his well, way. That made three lives. That's all. Yeah, but, but, the but, point, but when you're talking to them and they're talking back to you, but they digitally remastered the movie so it looked like it was a fresh movie. Of too. course, there were yeah. moments where they he has an encounter with the Countess alone in but one scene, stand-in which doesn't and has a stand-in, even yeah. though she doesn't look anything like her. She looks similar, but not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that, but but they the, couldn't do everything. Uh, yeah. True. Yeah, anyway, yeah. it looks okay from my no, point I, of view. It was good fun. Yeah. And I do think that it's worth watching. And, and I. I do like the fact that this was um, sort of a, a George A. Romero's sort of tribute type movie. And also, we love Hammer movies, so we had the best of both worlds. Mm. Yeah, but it was interesting. They took, um, put in Night of the Living Dead and all the other Night of the Living Dead references and put it into this movie, which is yeah. kind of cool because this is George A. Romero's baby originally in the yeah. original movie. Yeah. The original movie was his baby, technically. Yep. Which is kind of wonderful when you think about it that the um, that the very director decided to do that. Mm, yeah, so it did pretty good. 
So that's no. all yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't want to give away any of the... Yeah, the plot. The, not, well, not the plot, the, uh, the end bits. The, uh, yeah. Because the endings... I mean, yes, some of the endings you can't see coming. Woo, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, mm. yeah nice yeah. twist. I may sa- mm. make them sound yeah. boring a bit, but no, the no, endings yeah. do... Add, yeah. add a bit of a frill to the and end of the, the movie. And that's the part, the end bit, it builds up and builds up and then you get a twist. Mm. Like Alfred Hitchcock would have been so proud. Mm. <laughs> well, I often th- heard that Alfred Hitchcock inspired future generations of directors yeah. into making their movies um, or horror movies well, or sus- thriller see, movies Having a creepy. horror movie or even an anthology cool. of these weird, weird, weird movies, the stories, um, you still got to have your build up. You got to have your drama. You got to have your suspense. You got to have the. It's got to gradually build up, and then you have mm. your um, your climax, which is, and the climax can be predictable or very very unpredictable, or go do a total buddy one eighty degrees, go back in the other direction. Say, mm. "Well, didn't see that happening." Yeah, uh, yeah. I would have loved mm. it if, if I wonder what George A. Romero's reaction would be like if he did see. This um, the last episode. What would his reaction oh, be? I don't know. He, I think he would have been happy, but the point is, it just—it's only a bit at the end, you know, where mm. you got into the wrong movie. Yeah, I love that reaction. Yeah. Whoops! <laughs> oh, Whoops. Yeah, I'm in the wrong movie, but didn't realise. Yeah, he is in the wrong movie. Oh, by the way, vulnerable. I should—I should mention <laughs> that she chopped off his finger. No, don't tell. Because oh. that. Because off thumb, oh, I mean. Because okay, once he presses the button, okay. the fantasy's yeah. over. Wait, wait. When you're laying in this pod thing, you have a your hand, or your right hand or left hand, whatever, uh, going uh, holding a grip with a button to terminate the um, the session if you feel that you want to come out or you're endangered or something rather. Hmm. And she let let the cat out of the bag. He when he was in there asleep, his wife cut his thumb off, <laughs> so he couldn't come out. But yeah, you just gave it away. Well, apart from... Uh, you gave it away. Yeah, well... <laughs> We've re- been trying to give the people something to... Ooh, didn't say... No, they, they know what happened at the yeah, end. sorry. He got, stu- he got stuck in the movie, and being Night Living Dead, we yeah. all know how that first movie ended up. Everyone yeah. died. <laughs> so, yeah. so if he dies in the movie, he's going to be dead in the pod. Ta-da. Yeah, da <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting the cat out. We thought we were trying to save that for the people. Yeah, mm. never mind. Well, anyway, it was an interesting movie. That one. Mm. I do like the other ones. I like the sibling rivalry, and I like um, the model kid, and I do like the pipe scream one. Look, they've all got something. Okay, I mean, they're, they're all. I'm not going to pick any particular one out because. Um, each of the stories is a good story. Mm. Yeah, because uh, it's what the uh, director, the, who is directing the respective um, shows, uh, or episodes, or whatever, um, does with those stories. Good point. And if they've interpreted... See, um, Greg Nicotero, did a, he, he directed some, but didn't direct the ones he wrote. Interesting. Oh, you'll think, oh, if I wrote it, I might direct it. No, he didn't do that. Yeah. He took someone else's idea and made it come to life. And the other directors did the same thing. Yeah, I guess. So, um, yeah. I guess it's either a lot to hand, take on. When well, you think no. About it. Well, yeah, if I had an idea for a movie or a story, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, and I had a chance to direct a movie, oh, great! I'll make it come to life. Uh, the but, one thing yeah, I did would you pick, risk it to somebody else? The one thing mm. that I did mm. pick in one 
particular scene. I'm not going to be picking them all movies. Yeah, yeah. The in the first one, Model Kid, it was done in it was they put a date on it saying it was it they this year was 1970 something whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And this and we see um the creep show um figurine and that one didn't creep show didn't appear until say in until the 80s the movie i mean it, that's it, okay. i just mean but wait a minute wait a minute okay these are the movie was creep show based on any comic book no it wasn't okay well, well, maybe it is, it but, I, but I don't know if mm. if there was any figurines out no, back well, there. No, might have been. I don't even know if if it was a real comic book to, I, per se, well, because I could run and check my computer. Because, mm, because <laughs> um, we heard of Tales of the Crypt. That's a comic book. Well, I'm and, aware. And, well, of. they had a Crypt Keeper mm-hmm. type thing in that as well. Mm. Tales of the Crypt. They had something like a Crypt Keeper type guy in those too, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And the people would go in there and they talk. They'll tell the stories. And yeah, so you had a guy, but a bit like Crypt Keeper. Well, I think there was. I think it was a comic book, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So that's where I got the figurine problem because it's all comic book stuff. I know. So, I, yeah, I just yeah. mean that. I think the figurine would have been different back then. Well, it might not be. Considering that how are the look of yeah. car- the look of characters back then would have been different. They've changed a bit. Like yeah. when you look at um, the Star Wars figurines back in the seventies, they would be different from the ones we ha- currently have yeah, now. The, the, yeah, the uh, the, pr- the process of making them is a bit different. And making mm. more lifelike, while the ones years ago may have not had too much lifelike about them. They may not even look like the actual characters themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Luke Skywalker's got nasal hair and. Acne and... Yeah. And <laughs> an example I'll pull up for you guys. When they had the Michael Myers mask, yeah. it was originally um, J- um, James Kurt mask, and but they altered it by, by you know, cutting the eyes and, and bleaching the hair a different colour and making the skin a bit white and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Kirk. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, originally William it was Shatner, a, a William Shatner mask. Yeah, yeah. That's funny that poor William funny. Shatner... I bet it was a shock finding out his mask was going to be a I mean, slasher movie. You wouldn't notice it unless someone told you. And you look, oh, yeah, I can see that. But, yeah, but it, it's not that close. But it's yeah. close enough. So Yeah, as yeah, I said before, yeah. not these type masks or, stump, or stuff like that. No, no doubt they may not 100% look like the... De- the real deal. Yeah. But then again, it's only a kid mask, so yeah, who, yeah. Hey, who the yeah, hey, who the heck cares? Anyway, moving on, guys. So, um, so anything else you want to add, Mike? Well, not this can be. This is a short because obviously we're not going into production details too not. much and whatever. Because if I go into too yeah. much, um, we reveal too much stuff. No, I'm just trying to think of anything. I mean, I talked about Greg Nicotero and other people there, right in their um. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing we can always say. I mean, I can I, well, I, I got it for a few nights again. Um, when they first came up with the idea of the series back in 2019, mm. they had a whole slew of stories. Mm. And over the two seasons, mm. they've used most of those stories up. Mm. One of the stories they thought about in the beginning was the survivor type, which ended up being animated. Mm. And that's what I was But most of the ones they actually got on this list here has shown up in those two seasons. So they stayed true to their um, formula, but I don't know what's coming up in the next group. Mm, I can't tell you. There lies the um, mm. wonderful 
um, creative process. Yeah. Yep. Which I love cre the creativity here. Yep. <laughs> I certainly like it that in the model kid comic uh, movie, um, that episode, I mean, um, in that one, it had a few creep show references. Like, yeah. we get mm. to see um, him or order um, the a weird doll that, that, that kind of creates a bit of a problem for his uncle eventually. Yeah. Oh, Which, by the way, here's, yeah, here's something. There was one of the episodes for this group was supposed to be aired on the first... Uh, I, don't, I don't Sometime this year. I don't, I don't know which episode it was. And Marilyn Manson was supposed to be in it. Marilyn Manson? The singer? I figured that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, and they couldn't air it due to multiple abuse allegations. Oh. So yes. they replaced it with another episode. Oh. Ah. That does sound serious. Yeah. Um, what else there? Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, season two was began filming in September 2020. It was supposed to be March, but of course the coronavirus, they put it off. Because obviously, where they're going to do the filming, they don't want to do social distance, as good responsible people did. That's yeah, uh, the problem. It's going yeah. online. I mean, going yeah. directly to television. I don't see a very big problem. Well, they still have to walk around. They have to be somewhere. They have to put a production crew together. They need audio people. They need first and second unit people. Okay, they need all okay. these people. I just meant that yeah, if you yeah. were going to release it and. Yeah, but the people making the movie have to be protected as well. I suppose. Yeah. And then they, yeah. So, yeah, that sort of stuff. Um, no, I can't think of anything else. Hmm. Um, yeah, this is going to be a short one tonight. Yeah, sorry, folks. I could be wrong about George Nicotero in, in the early Creepshow movie. I think I read somewhere, but uh, they could be wrong. But so don't take me for... Well, uh, I'm, I'm confused because... Um, I about um, you said like, George Romero had something to do with the yeah. first movie, but he didn't do necessarily every role. Okay, mm. he didn't wasn't the tea lady. He might have been the producer or the executive producer or director. I don't know what he was in the first movie, but yeah. I, but, you know, I'm just I think I read somewhere because but, um, yeah. well, but I just don't know. I mean, I just never. Heard his name mentioned except well, I, for I, well, where I was reading it could have been wrong. Mm. So you, 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 you follow George and other things uh, mm. a lot more than I do. So chances are where I was looking might have had some incorrect information on it. So I'll stand with Sarah on that. That George, uh, Mr. Greg Nicotero, was not involved in the first creature movie, mm. he, but he might have been in the second one or the third one or something. I do not know. Okay, mm. I didn't look. Okay, there you go. Anyway, um, so do you want to rate this now? Oh yeah, I, like I, I it be anthologies are, are fun. Um, the stories are good, the direction's good, the film, everything's good and about it. Um, it look, it, it's not like a, a full blown horror movie, slasher movie stuff. It's not a, a, a bucket load of action going on necessarily, but it's a, it's good, scary, eerie fun. Hmm. So, yeah, I would go along and give a nine, nine and a half, ten, nine, yeah, ten. I'll give it a ten, yeah. I'll well, be nice to these guys. Yeah. I think I'll give it um, um, nine out of ten. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, it's just yeah. like that I feel like um, 
there's something that there that I'm, I, I'm not sure what it is, but is bothering me a little bit. Well, that's okay. Anyway, it's not. I mean, that's it, but it's still, it's, it's still a good watch. As long as it came through on Shutter, mm. I don't know where it would be now, and I and I'm not going to go through all the streaming services for you. Mm. Um, do not know. Um, if worst comes to worst, you might be able to find it a torrent because if, if it's done, if, if it's done at syndication through the streaming services or whatever, you might have to pick it up on a torrent. Mm. Who knows? Anyway, live long and prosper, people. No. Oh, well, my fingers up. Mm. Can't you see it? No. Okay. Right. Mm. There we go. So, um, this is so that's about it for us, folks. Um, so this is Sarah Stevenson and Michael saying see you guys for the next one see you guys bye bye